welcome to another episode of Fools Daily. I am joined, as seemingly always at the moment, by the ever so lovely Matt Spooner. Good evening, or morning, or afternoon. Whenever you're listening to it, hello. And we have a couple of special guests. Um, Specials, right? They're from Suffolk. Oh. <laughs> I knew that. Straight away, straight away, you're right I knew that's where he was going to go. Right, we are, we are joined by the lovely Mark and the lovely hello. Stu from uh, Paranoid Miniatures. Hello. Hello. They've been on before. It was, a long, it was a long time ago. They, things, things have moved on since then. They had a Kickstarter. They were at Salute looking all, going, oh, look never, at us. Never mind being at Salute. They were at DAFCON, baby. They were at DAFCON oh. for all three days, and it went down very well, I think. Yeah, nice. it's awesome. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant time. Absolutely amazing. Really good. So they've come on, and they're going to give us an update on how things are going. Because um, yeah. they ran a success. They see. I'm actually quite jealous because they've run a successful Kickstarter. They've got their game going. They've got sculpts. They've got some really, really nice figures that I really like. Awesome sculpts. And um, they're progressing like they're proper games developers and stuff. There's things that I'm just like dreaming of at the moment. Oh yeah, but they live in Suffolk. Yeah, but I live in Norfolk and I don't really like it. So they probably have proper internet in Suffolk. Well. Super fast broadband for the win. <laughs> so, gentlemen, welcome back to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having us back. Yeah, yeah, thank you. First, first thing I'd like to say is DAFCON was amazing, oh. and it was the first time that we got to demonstrate our game to people that didn't know us. Yeah. So they weren't gonna, they weren't going to just say, "Oh yeah, it's really great, well done," because we've got to see you again next week. <laughs> <laughs> so you knew you weren't going to get your asses kissed. Yeah, yeah and, exactly. and it was good because we, we got some really honest feedback and we got some really good advice um, from like seasoned gamers that have seen every game that's ever come out, um, which was really good and it did help us massively. Cool. And did you did you um, did you get to demo to Matt's best friend Gav? At all? Oh, Gav! Yeah, we 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 played a game against Gav. He, he Gav uh, who? Gav who? That was probably one of the, the highlights, I've got to be honest with you. Um, just to did you, did you the, touch him? Did I did touch him. him. Yeah, I, yeah, me, me too. Magic. <laughs> it was magical. I touched his dice, you know. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, I'm sorry, Gav. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was, um, you know, to sit across a guy like, you know, with the reputation of Gav and, and play the game and him to... To give us some some really really good feedback and you know loving the whole principle of the game and yeah that was that was one of the highlights. Excellent. Seeing Matt first thing in the morning was probably the highlight. <laughs> On Saturday morning. Yeah. We don't talk. We don't talk about that. Okay. That 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 we that's not an incident that happened, well, is it, Matt? I don't know what you're talking. about. I think about. it was any was no no, to be fair. There was no Saturday morning. Everything was just fine. See, we don't talk. We don't talk about that. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad it really worked for you because obviously, when we put that whole event together, that was one of the main focal points. Was let's get people who are building games and get them out in front of the gaming public in a semi-controlled environment. Yeah. Um, and let them see. And you know, you guys were always busy. There were always people over there playing games and so it was excellent i was really yeah, I was we, we really were pretty rammed the whole three days to be honest with you yeah. Yeah, the table was busy as well 
I did the jokes here, Sunshine. <laughs> well, we started off Friday morning first thing by uh, playing ourselves. I think you commented at that point, right? Um, but yeah, it was, it was good fun. It was uh, it was great to be around sort of other other like-minded sort of small companies as well that were sort of in a similar position to us. So, had a right laugh with those over the three days as well. Excellent, excellent, and you're coming back next year. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Hopefully, getting a tournament on the way as well, which we yeah. are looking forward to. Ah, it'll be, it'll be brilliant. Seeing organised play. No, it'll be very. It'll be very cool to see that transition from the idea when we first met a couple of years ago yeah. to running at DAFCON to running the Kickstarter to then having the game out and then you know running your own organised play events and stuff. It's it's, it's it's a real journey. It's been brilliant. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's uh, you know it's, it's quite a the the British sort of scene, if you like, is is really great for that sort of stuff. You you know you, you get to meet a lot of people at things like DAFCON and Salute, and you know you bump into them through the course of the year or talk to them on Skype or or Twitter. So it's getting it's good to have all that feedback, definitely. So the Kickstarter, I'm still not sure why you launched it on Salute Day. <laughs> I, I I keep struggling to get my head around that. Well, as we've said in the past, it seemed like a good idea when we thought about it. Um, and the closer we got to salute, I think no, I think it, it worked. It worked out for us because you know when you've got I don't know six thousand gamers or however many ghosts feels like six thousand. I don't know if it's more or less than that salute. And you've got you know the full the full day of people walking past your stall and chatting and showing off models. And I think we wanted to use it as a you know here you go. Here's, here's our models. Here's what we've done today. Here's the quality of the production that we're putting putting into the minis. Play here. You know, play play a couple of turns and see what you think. And and then to say actually, yeah, we launched. You know, I think it was just because we wanted to say we launched on Kickstarter today. You know, that was. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, and sort of spreading the word, and it and it did. It really did help us get that sort of initial um, core following. You know, that community that builds up around Kickstarters. It really did help us with that, and you know, it sort of went. Went on from there, really. Matt, are you squeaking about on your chair? Not me, Gov. It's That's one of them, them Suffolk me. boys. Me. It's my fault. I'm, I'm sitting perfectly still, touching myself. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no squeaking. It's not me. Okay. You say so. Yeah, but I haven't got a bag full of gravel that I'm shaking around either, bloody amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> so... You launched the kick. You launched the Kickstarter. It started really well. Yep. Did the normal Kickstarter mid-period lull, and then I was really worried as it was coming towards the end. I really thought, you, you, were, worried. Was, yeah, no, you, exactly. you were worried. I was worried. I was just a backer. You guys must have been absolutely bricking it. Um, I think uh, you, you put all the effort in prior to the Kickstarter. You, you get everything. Um, you do as much as you can. You 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 crunch the numbers. You you put out projections. You get the artwork done. You you design and and put your stretch goals together. And then you're in the hands of the gods. Effectively, you, you've you've got some control. You know you you know what you're doing, and you know that uh, what your targets are and things like that. And you've and like I say, you've crunched the numbers on stretch goals and stuff, but you know, you don't know who else is going to be on Kickstarter at the same time of you. Sometimes you've got an idea. Nine times out of ten, it'll be, you know, another big company that does lots of lovely miniatures and, 
you know, that type of uh, tiled board game that people love. And, and you, what can you do about that? And, and so you don't know. All you can do is be interactive with the community and, and keep pushing and, and keep talking to people about the game, showing them and, and you know, hopefully the, the, that sort of passion and the, the game mechanics itself come across and people think, yeah, well, I'll take a punt on that. Yeah. It must have helped having, in effect, real world things because you were able to show real sculpts and stuff like that, whereas with a lot of Kickstarters, all you see is kind of renders and concept sketches. But you actually had, in effect, product in hand that you were able to show at Salute. Yeah, so absolutely. Do you, do you think that helped kind of it certainly helped. get your integrity across as it being a real thing as opposed to just in that kind of conceptual stage? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, we 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 just took the sort of design decision to to go with a sort of full on faction production um, prior to Kickstarter. We we did have sort of conversations about maybe we do one or two models from each of the factions and um, you know do it that way. But we you know we all plumped in for sort of going full on faction, so to sort of, sort of show a finished starter set or a finished box set you know at the end of it so mm. uh, yeah i think you're right matt i think having the actual miniatures there and that's one of the, another reasons why we felt that salute was so important to us so so that people could actually look at the um the models although not production models they're they're ones no. that have been 3d printed but i mean they're you know with the quality of production nowadays they're pretty much as close as you're going to get anyway um and then to have them painted up by uh scott hockley uh, who's done our painting for us who's Who's, who's done a fantastic job on sort of bringing the concept art across to the miniatures. Mm, um, very much so. You know, we wanted to, and I think it did help. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, obviously, we had a fair amount of concept art and, and renders as well, and we're, that's what we're doing at the moment. But I think having those those physical models, yeah, definitely, definitely tipped the balance for us. So you make it over the line. Yep. You then, yep. You then get... Your two week lull while they, you know, collect the pledges and you have the usual bounced pledge yep. malarkey and stuff. Yeah. Event they take their nice little cuts. Yep. <laughs> um, and eventually, very, very small. Oh, you know, very <laughs> tiny. Insignific- yeah. It's practically insignificant. Well, we didn't notice it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a- Kickstarter around doing it for the goodness of their heart. No, they are not. Indeed, <laughs> they are not. So, they, oh, gone. No, I was just going to say those are the sorts of things that you sort of factor into to all your numbers. You know, you've got to, you know percentage like that and back a kit. You know, if whatever, whatever program you're going to use to to run your um, sort of fulfilment side of things, that everybody takes a cut. So you got well, to sort of back a kit, them. take a cut as well. Well, it depends two on options. What, yeah. Yeah, there's an option where basically you say we give you this amount of money, and then no matter how much money we take, we get it all. Or there's the, which is the gamble, because obviously it's a big chunk of money. Or you go down the other route of saying, well, we're only going to give you a little bit of money, but then you can take a percentage. Right, okay. So it's kind of mix and match, really. Okay. But at the end of the day, you go over the line, you get your cash, you've got 240 folks who've forked out cash for your game. That has to feel awesome. It does. It feels yep. amazing. I mean, it has to feel um, oh, yeah. really Brilliant. good. I mean, we get we get a you know, there's there's no secret. We get some a buzz from putting this out and people coming up to us and saying, "Listen to the show the other day, really enjoyed it." We you know we kicked off Malifaux again the other week, um, 
Yeah. We were at, I was at an event at the weekend and several people came up to me and said And done really, very well apparently. It did do very well. <laughs> um and they came up to us and said, uh, you know, really glad to have the show back. And it, it does give you a little buzz. But they're not paying for it. You know, this is it's just something that we do because we enjoy it. To actually get people to fork out cash, that has to be brilliant. I mean, I remember oh, yes. when we used to sell computer programs, having stuff that I wrote that companies paid money for. Yeah. It's just such a wom. So get, it must feel good. It's, it's so many different feelings, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, when you, the, the, the four, we went for sort of, uh, just over four weeks for the for the Kickstarter to, you know, and there was a deliberate reason for that. You know, people are paid monthly. Sometimes you, you know, we wanted to try and get cut across, you know, a couple of people's, um, you know, wages. So, so that if they wanted to 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 drop in on the Kickstarter, they could. Um, so yeah, there's so many feelings at the end of that when, or no, there's, you know, the initial surge. Then you maybe you've hit your goal. I mean, hitting the goal was, you know, was fantastic for us because at that point, you know, when we get a little bit beyond it, we're like, I think we're going to do it. I think we're going to do it, and yeah. And then at the end of it, to to then, I think when it really hit home to me was when we started looking at the back of kit and seeing, you know, all of the names and all of the amounts by the side of the names. That's when it really hits home. Cool. So you get the you get the money. What's what's the next stage after that? Right. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> a lot of maths. A yeah. lot of maths. <laughs> um, well, I mean, we were always planning on, um, you know, being successful. So, in sort of waiting in the wings, we've got um, sculptors and that we want to use going forward. And you've seen some of the stuff that's coming out from Rail. I'm sure we might have a chance to talk about that later. Oh, yeah, you will. Um, and you know, so getting those in place, talking to those, saying, right, we're ready to go. We can press the button. Um, starting to think about, you know, um, you know, th- silly things like shipping boxes, packaging, um, stack cards. Well, they're not silly things, but you know, stack cards, the design, the graphic design, you know, everything that's going to bring the game to life. Um, production of the actual models. Um, you know, th- all of those things are what we're, we're now talking about and have been talking about since, since April. Yeah. It's a very different conversation when you're speaking to a manufacturer and saying, this is what we're going to buy instead of this is what we think the number's going to be. Yeah. Uh, and it's a, it's a much more secure feeling when you can go to someone and say, actually, this is the number we want, not this is what the number we think we may want. Right. So where are you, where are you at the, where are you at the moment? Um, we saw, um, I mean, you just, you just alluded to him, Mark. We saw an awesome render this week of, um, the Wildborn. Yeah. Uh, what's she called? Blood. Well, we've got, we've got, yeah, Blood. Blood's the latest one we've released. Um, that's the, the, the giant snake. Yes. Yeah. Which so. is really, really cool. Yeah. It's very. very He's it's big, very, isn't he? Yeah, and it's very <laughs> Conan esque. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like a Frazetta painting. Um, I really, it's one of my favourite ones, actually. I mean, Raoul's just taken the concept art and, and just run with it and, and just, you know, let his, let, let himself loose on it, I think. <laughs> and anyway, so then we have Mercy. Yep. <sighs> she's scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's supposed to be. She's, she's sort of like, you know, the, uh, in quotes, undead sister of Dorothy. Um, 
we did put a link on, and if you have a check on our Facebook, um, both Dorothy and Mercy, I don't know if we told you this before, but um, they're both based on real historical uh, characters from the Salem Witch Trials. That rings a bell now you yeah. mention it. Yeah. And, but I had uh, forgotten that. Yeah. Um, so we, we, we've done some links in our in our posts on Facebook that people can go and have a look on the Wikipedia and have a read about Dorothy. I mean, Mercy herself was only a baby when she died. Um, we've, we've taken that forward and brought her back to life, as you do. And then, yeah, so new miniatures are coming, so you've got sculptors, yeah. you've got Raoul working on stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've got other sculptors that are starting at the end of July slash beginning of August um, as their schedules are clearing up. Um, so we've got Priory done, uh, all sculpted, ready for production. We've got the Custer Crypto done, ready for production. Yeah. Um, the Wildborn are two-thirds? No. We've got three done so far. Three-fifths? Three-fifths, yeah, three-fifths of the way through. Um then we've got the Enlightened Path to do, which um, we're, those are the ones we're looking to start end of July, beginning of August. And then once one of those two factions are complete, we've then got the Hidden Ones, which are the ones we're really, really looking forward to translating yeah. to actual models. So um, which, are, which are the ones that you added due to extra pledges in the back of the kit? Oh, that was the Order of the Enlightened Path, which are the sort of the archetypal cultist um, and the sort of Chester uh, demon-esque uh, Chronazon uh, model that's the, the crossover with um, Massive, uh, Massive Awesome and the guys there. Right, so that's, um, the, that's the one that I don't have. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, yeah, that, that's the faction that got completely unlocked. Um, and before that was the Wildborn, which were unlocked during Kickstarter. They were, yeah, they yeah. were unlocked during the Kickstarter, yeah. So, yeah, because yeah, I, ple- I pledged for them and then... After, of course, after I'd done my back a kit, you unlocked another one. Oh. It's not too late. You can still log in and, and do some adjustments, I think. Yeah, we can, we can help you out with that. That's not a problem right. if you want them. That wasn't my purpose in mentioning it. It was, just, it was really to highlight that people put extra cash in. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. I, think, I don't know whether that's the first or not, but I, I've not heard of any other Kickstarters. That we carried on really effectively with um, a little sort of mini kickstarter via the backer kit that um any additional money that we we made off the backer kit we were putting it and sort of keeping a running total of it and if it got to a certain point which it did um we unlocked the order of the enlightened path yeah see i i think i think that's all i think that's absolutely awesome so figures have been sculpted how are the rules coming together they're, I'd say they're pretty solid at the moment. Um, we, we've got a playtesting group on, on on Facebook if people want to join. All of the rules are um, free to download from our website, um, www.paranoid-miniatures.com. Uh, there's a downloads page there, so you can download all of the stat cards um, for the current factions we've got out, as well as standees, rules, and some of the scenarios as well. Right, so you can't, I mean, basically you're giving the entire game away for free. Pretty much, yeah. 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 You, you can't, you can't do better than that. I mean, especially, That's... especially by putting stand, the standees and stuff in. Cause yeah. I, I don't know if how many people who are listening to this have looked at the art. The art that these guys have had produced is outstandingly good. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. that's Shane. We've had one artist that we've worked through. Yeah. Right uh, Sh- Shane, Shane is absolutely excellent. If you're at Salute, and yeah. you, you walk past the Paranoid Miniatures stand, you'll have seen Shane working on stuff while he was there. 
Yeah. Um, and also, we managed. Sorry, he did come down to, to uh, Dafcon. He was at Dafcon for one day. Well. Well, yeah. He yeah. played his first miniatures game there as well. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so it's it's all coming to it's all coming together nicely. Are you happy with how it's coming together? Oh yeah. Yes. Um, the only the only thing I think is is that it just take everything takes time now. We're we're now waiting on deadlines from people. We're now waiting for you know everyone's got to take their time to get stuff right. And that just, you know, it's not just a, it's done. It's, we're, we're constantly sort of waiting for people to get their perfection done. Um, and it, and it sometimes you're like, Oh, I want to see the next bit. And, and, and we're all at the moment just waiting for Lauren to come to be dropped on us. And we're all yeah. like, we want to see Lauren now. We, why can't we see Lauren now? We want to see her. Yeah. Lauren's. No, I was just going to say the important thing, is, the other important thing to point out is, you guys all have real jobs and stuff. This is not, oh, yes. it's not, you're not paranoid miniatures and this is what you do. You, this is, yeah. paranoid miniatures is what you do when you come home from your real job. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we're not going to be floating the company just yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they live not, in we... Suffolk, so by real job, you mean signing on, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to, be, to be fair, I'm sure quite a few of them work quite near you, Matt. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They Just commute, stay in Suffolk, oh, pop they... down to the job centre, go get your methadone. <laughs> it's lovely. Yeah. Play a bit of Pokemon Go while I'm there. Nothing wrong with a bit of Pokemon Go. <laughs> no, we're not having Pokemon Go on this show. <laughs> oh, come on! You know you want to. No, no we really, really, really don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> Got to catch them all. If you're Joel Henry, that. you have to catch them all. I heard you quoting Pokemon on the last uh, last uh, show, though, Matt, so you, you know a little bit about them. Yeah, right now I'm sat here with my Jigglypuff in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I there's nowhere to go after that, really. Let's just move on. Yeah. I mean, I should comment that Stu's um, Skype picture is him in a Wookiee outfit, to be generous... It's my yeah. It's my bear costume. <laughs> I don't know whether I find it disturbing or arousing. <laughs> I was going to go with. I was putting you in the latter of the categories, Matt. <laughs> Look, at those ears. Look at those ears. <laughs> so let's go back to Mythos. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got a question. With everything sort of queuing up, getting in place, and you're waiting for deadlines, what's the thing that? most scares you now at the point you're at or the thing that causes you the most anxiety looking forward um making sure that we stick to our timelines that we've promised because we've we've stuck we've given ourselves some pretty strict timelines um we want to be we want all of our pledges to be in people's hands before the absolute that's our aim um and and as much as it is for an altruistic point of view that we said that's what we wanted to do we also want to go to retail at next salute. So um, mm-hmm. for us to be able to do that, we've, we've already said that we won't do that if we haven't given every customer. Absolutely. Yeah. Every their, their, oh, every you, don't, their... you don't need to do that. Do you not? If you're going to follow the route six, six, six model, that's fine. We don't, talk about, we don't talk about them either. Do we not? Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, we've, we've said categorically that we won't go to retail until every customer's got their, or every backer's got their, their pledge so um we 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 are going to 
And how, it like a car how, t- how tight is your timeline? Um, it's it's we're it's the sculpting at the moment that's going to yeah. take time because the sculptors we want to use can only do one sculpt at a time. They can't they can't work any harder. So um, yeah, it's it's reliant on the sculptors being on time and you know, us giving them feedback in good time so that we can just keep the ball rolling. Um, once we go to production from, from the, from the discussions we're having, it's actually going to be quite quick. It's just getting the, all the sculpting done up to the standard we want. But then you, you know, you've got, you've got other things that are outside of your control to a degree. And when you start looking at going to, to full on production, you know, um, companies that we're going to, you know, we're looking to use, you know, Obviously, we're not their only customer. They have other big customers that, you know, are putting orders in and, you know, there's, there's only so much capacity. So you've got to just do the best you can to get your timings right and have, mm-hmm. uh, talks with people, you know, early, early on mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, say, right, this is the plan. This is what we're looking to do. Uh, barring natural disaster, you know, we'll have those done by, you know, X date. Um, and, and as plan as best you can, but you, you know, we know, we all know that there's, things that, that can't be helped or, you know, crop up and, you know, yeah. outside of your control. But, you know, our intentions and the absolute strict sort of deadline we've given all of our, you know, all of us is, is uh, you know, delivery as we said we would do. So you're, because you're effectively, the, the Kickstarter is effectively delivering miniatures, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 And the rest and, of And stack cards, yeah. And, yes. Yeah, and the stack cards. So, so at some point the stack cards have to go to print. Yeah. Um, so you have to have your finalised art and layout for that, and and we've got fi- and, finali- and finalised stats as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, we we think we are um, pretty much there on uh, on the on the main rule set. In fact, we we you know we we think we've got quite a solid rule set now in regards to the, the general rules and the gameplay. Um, stat wise, um, we'd love people to just play test. I mean, there's five of us and we use a, we use a group, a local gaming group called Legion who've been really helpful. And there's, there's guys that kick in and, and help with play testing there, but there's only so much you play testing you can do as a, as a, as a small group. So any, you know, urge anybody that, that wants to, to download the stuff and give it a kick around, uh, give us some feedback, you know, cause that, that's going to really help going forward. Yes, Matt. Oh, me? Yes. If we got to play a game, then I think so. I Listen think it, to, I, I seems, listening seems to, the least we can do, really. It does seem the least we can do. To be fair, I was listening to your conversation about about Malifaux and um, the sort of transition from uh, first edition to one point five and then to two, and you, you you touched upon it there, didn't you? About um, playtesting and yeah. and you know and how it can not affect the game but there are certain models that maybe could have done with a, a bit more vocal feedback on on stats mm. so you know the more the more feedback we get the the, the solid more solid the game's going to be and the yeah. more solid the, the stats are going to be All right. yeah. well we'll make we'll make a commi- we'll make a commitment that we'll put it on the, we'll put it on the tabletop because I, pl- I, have, I haven't played when did I last play it it's been a while since I last played yeah. it if you're happy to commit to that I'm happy to drop off the standees that we've got that you can use how's that can't do fairer than that. There we go. Right, so we'll we'll we will we will commit to playing some we will commit to playing some games yeah. of, of Mythos, and then we will report back to you and on you know and it gives us content for the show really. It's, pure, it's no, purely win. selfish. Win win. Completely <laughs> selfish. <laughs> Sweet. So does that mean I get my picture in the book? 
Your picture's already in the book, Matt. Uh, you're just being rude about something now. <laughs> I just feel it in the water. <laughs> or yeah. my squirtle. Yeah, have a look. Have a look at the models. I think there's actually a model of you, Matt. Shut up. I'm sure there. I'm sure there is. Let me just see if I can find it again. Uh, no, you're not in the Priory. No, I'm in the Clooney faction. You're certainly not in the Clooney faction, as we discovered yesterday. You're not allowed to talk about that. <laughs> I can't remind the model that you are. No, handsome fella, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. Right, Matt, so... Matt Matt reminds me of a sort of Fisherman King type guy, dude, you know, a bit grumpy and, you know, not very happy and... And no friends? <laughs> it's just a bit harsh. I've got feelings, you know. No, you haven't. Anyone with this much skin has got feelings. <laughs> All right. So, things are progressing nicely. Yeah, you're feeling good about hitting your de- you're feeling good about hitting your deadlines. Yeah. Um, so, you must have plans beyond hitting your deadlines. What, yeah. What, we- where, where do you think? Where do you think? I mean, because you know, let's face it, you've got a successful miniature game now. Yeah. 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 Um, we've got factions that we didn't unlock at Kickstarter that we'd like to develop and. Um, go from the artwork that we've already got and the rules we've already done, we'd like to develop those models uh, and get those sculpted and then to production. I think that's our our next aim. We've got at least two factions that we think are pretty much ready to just sculpt and go. Um, And then from there, we've got some other ideas with regards to alternate sculpts and um, some ideas regarding alternate venues for 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 uh, gaming so at the moment everything's based in um in a in one town um but we want to perhaps start looking at other countries other towns um as possible and then possibly bringing factions from those locations into the game sounds very cool campaign um, system yes <laughs> Just, just putting it out there. Oh, we have got, we've got, we've got our um, our ideas out, and we are working on it. It's um, it's a very dangerous thing, a campaign system, because it's very easy to overcomplicate, and we're trying not to at the moment. We keep working on it, and we keep coming up with really awesome ideas. Um, and every time we we pitch them to each other, we go, "That's too complicated." <laughs> so at the moment, we are still we we keep coming up with lots of good ideas. Um, but it's um, it's trying to get one that that works for it, that everyone's happy with. It's it's twofold for us as well. We've got um, you know the sort of linked scenario type um, route that we want to go down, and yep. you know I know uh, Jeff, one of the one of the directors, has been working on, and Dom as well have been working on um, sort of starter camp. Well, not campaigns, but when you when you get your models out of, out of the box, you know there's a sort of a tutorial esque. Like uh, training, training scenarios, almost. Yeah, so you start off with one model, then you progress to two, mm. then three, then four, and it gives you a flavour of of the models, gives you some scenario ideas to to play through those. We want to do uh, the idea is that we do sort of different versions of that tutorial for each faction. Moving on, you know, we've got the Sea Queen, which was our first model. We all love her, and sort of all got a bit of a special place in our heart. We want to build a sort of linked uh, scenario campaign around her right um you know whether that be you you you're just getting the the priory box set out and, and playing with those or or something different 
Stu's, Stu's right. We've been kicking around a number of ideas for sort of, um, RPGs too heavier a word for it, maybe that, um, certainly character development, character progression, uh, through the course of a, of a linked sort of scenario. So, um, yeah, there's, there's some ideas that are currently on the table. Um, I think I'd be interested on your opinion on, on this, the sort of, um, Back in the day, you know, you had plenty of rule books, tables here, tables there, and what's your thoughts on on having that type of campaign or or character progression rather than you know a, maybe a, a, a I don't know a more nuanced sort of card progression? I think I think for let's let's face it, the market that's going to buy this game is probably the more mature market. Yeah, who've been through who've been through games before yeah you know they're people the same age as we are well not the same, well, age, not well. the same age as me same age as you guys yeah I <laughs> but um, don't put me that in that in that bundle <laughs> but um we've you know we can cope with those sorts of table-based campaign systems because the people who play this game are going to be people who can go you know what Let's just little how put a little house rule in here, or tweak yeah. something, tweak something there. You know, a set of rules to them is not a rigid framework. It's a starting point that they then modify with their own gaming experience. I'm waving my arms while I'm saying this. I don't know why. <laughs> um, to give them the gaming experience that they want on the tabletop. Yeah. I mean, it's what Matt, I mean, Matt and I have had this conversation for because it's what Matt and I do in all the games that we play. You know, we, the rules are a starting off point. And we might not change yeah. them very much, but they're starting off. Whereas we have other friends who need that rigidity of this model is this and this is its stats and you use it as this. And they, the, the whole mm. um, use whatever model you want to do anything sort of thing yeah. doesn't work for them. And there are, yeah. you know, there's, there's different gamers across the thing. So I think the people who buy into this game are the sorts of people who will be able to cope with... Kind of a freeform narrative as opposed to... Oh, freeform narrative, that's good. Oh, I like that. Just making, <laughs> make, making a note of that. Pro- yeah. it's probability bell curves one day, freeform <laughs> narratives another day, honestly. Uh, it, I suppose it's how much how much detail are, would people want us to go into, you know? Do you, do, you know? I think they'll want as much detail... Again, the people who are buying this game are going to be the, are the people who want mo- as much detail as you can give them because they can choose not to use it. Yeah. yeah. But if the work's been done for them, then if they do want to go into really in-depth stuff, then they don't have to worry. About it. I mean, it's the difference between people who played Dungeons and Dragons back in the day and the people who played Warhammer Roleplay. Yeah. Mm. Dungeons and Dragons, you got hit, you lost some hit points. Warhammer Roleplay, you you got hit, you rolled on about six tables, you ended up with a severed cartoid artery, cartoid artery, and you're bleeding out on the ground mm. from a single little nick from some Pexit Posky goblin. Um, <laughs> Do like a little goblin. You don't sound bitter at all, Mike. <laughs> so brutal, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. So brutal. You put all that effort into creating your character, and then you died first adventure. Yeah. Oh, you got. Be- oh, I'm sorry, Mike. You've got bubonic plague. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so, ah, oh, uh, the memories, eh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Those, those are the sorts of th- you know those 
that's the that's the difference, and I think that's the difference here. So, I mean, I think certainly having a um, a complexity. So I don't think people would object to a complexity system from the people who are playing this thing. What now? Having said that, to make it as open as possible, you know, for new players to come in, you can obviously stagger that levels where you are at the moment. You, saw, I mean, we saw that at Dafcon when I was looking over watching you do demo games. Is yeah. that you had that entry thing, but there was a definite curve of complexity mm-hmm. that you could get you could get up so that the game wasn't just I'll stand here and throw stuff at your model and then you'll st- throw magic at my model and we're done. And yeah, you know, there's this complexity curve with it, and I can see that happening. Um, and I think we've 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 also, you know, that's where the scenarios and have come into play. That the design of the scenarios have uh, almost added that sort of third depth. You've got the two the two depths of your your, your opposing factions that are mm. playing each other, but the third depth is the tactical elements of the scenarios we've designed. You know, so that those all come into play as well. Yeah, because yeah. you've got what portal jockey in terms of power. Yeah. yeah, Portal Jockey was was a was a favourite, I think, at Davcon people because it was a quite a, um, um, a different board than people were used to playing on. It was a sort of very very um, cut back sewer system, and you had to really think positioning in that and yeah was was key. Yeah. Whereas Tomes of Power is much more a get to the middle, get the objective type. And yeah, right after yeah, the one that's got the highest one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think one of the things that we got feedback from the the uh, portal jockey one was that it's one of the few scenarios. It's one of the most adult scenarios that people have played. Where yes, it is very simple in its its idea, but there's so many layers to it and complexities that you can play with to try and outthink your opponent. Um, and that's kind of what we're trying to, we're trying to do with scenarios is we're trying to make them. As adult, so there's real decision making yeah. involved rather than just I'll, like you said, throw a spell here, move here, hit him, job done. Yeah, and I think I think I think that I think that works. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't carry on one of my other personal crusades. It's my show after all. Sorry, our show, Matt. Sorry. <laughs> what the actual <laughs> hell was that? Sorry, our show. Um, hardback rollback. Hardback rulebook, even. Um, so you, you know I love me yeah. a hardback. <laughs> yes, um, it, it was part of. Um, it was one of our our stretch goals, which unfortunately we we didn't get to. Um, it's something that we we as a group have talked about time and time again. It's something that we all love as gamers. Um, you know, we've all got rows and rows of shelving with hardback glossy. Lovely, lovely yeah. pictured rule books, and you know, looking at other people's, you know, the the Batman's and the Bushido's and all the stuff that GW are doing now, they they, they look gorgeous. So that's a long way of saying yes, we'd love to. Um, there's a significant um, cost and oh, investment yeah. in that. Yeah. If we want to do it to the quality of all the other stuff we're doing, you know, it's a it's a it's a quite a. Would you consider um, doing another Kickstarter for it? <sighs> It's not something that we've talked about as a group in regards to doing a specific Kickstarter for a hardback rulebook. Right. Um, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a very good question. I mean, it, I mean, hopefully we'd be able to, um, you know, get the funds to do it, and that would be a um, a way of doing it. But it's something that we'd need to talk about. Um, I so think per- personally, I think I and I think a few of us would, would agree with this. We'd like to see how we do at retail at Salute. Yeah. Um, and if we can do it through our own back, 
yeah. that's what we'd like to do. Because as much as I think Kickstarter is a great idea, um, and it and it's definitely helped us to get this yeah. big step further, we want to be f- self fulfilling. We want to be able to keep ourselves going by being able to develop our own products without having to keep asking for a bit more money. If that makes mm. sense. And no, no, and I, th- no, and I, I mean, think that's, that's. I think that's, yeah. it's. It's the anti-mantic, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, and then um, just like, I mean, they, they it's come back to bite them in the bum. It would appear, but yeah, um, no, I, I mean, I think I think that's awesome. I mean, it's just yeah, I love I love having hardback. I think also, you know, timing for us in regards to rule book would be key because, um, as Stu said, you know, we want to get the rules. You know, um, as, as close to a hundred percent as we can. And that's going to take a little bit of time getting the stats and we'd want to, you know, put stuff like that into the rule book potentially as well with, you know, faction details in there. So we want to make sure that all that is, um, as pretty much done as we can before we, you know, before we get to a rule book because we don't want to be printing a rule book and then, you know, six months later having to do a massive errata because stuff needs to be fixed. What sort of games designers are you? <laughs> I'm just saying that it's... Jeez! Uh, <laughs> Do you know how this industry works nowadays? <laughs> well, we don't, we don't work like that. <laughs> Bucking the trends and everything. I don't know. Using sorry, sorry, sorry. we just haven't been in the industry long enough. We need to, we'll, we'll drop all our standards soon enough. Oh, I'm that's sure. right. All right, then. That's, <laughs> okay, don't worry me about bringing integrity and stuff into it. <laughs> oh. I was, it's sort of 1.5 version of the rule book. No, that's that's not us. <laughs> cool. Right. Was there anything else that you wanted to to, to chat about and stuff? Um, were we going to talk about Raul? Have we done everything we wanted to talk about I Raul? Think I think we're pretty much. Yeah. No, just that we, you know, we've, we've mentioned we're going to be at DAFCON next year. We're looking forward to that. We're going to be at Salute next year. Looking forward to that. Um, and you know, look, really looking forward to the you know first tourney at DAFCON. That's going to be good fun. I'm going to really enjoy it. Um, so, paranoid-miniatures.com. Yep, for all your downloads. And Find, look for our Facebook page. I was going to say, is your Facebook page Paranoid Miniatures as well? Yes. Yeah. So, go check them out and. If you look back in the archive, you can find a five-episode spread that we did talking with the guys before yeah. um, the Kickstarter occurred, and loads of detail about the game and the different factions and everything in there. So, cool. um, brilliant. Okay. Well, thank you very, very much. much. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I always like it when people volunteer to come on the show and mm. give us content. It's perfect. <laughs> that's good thanks for having us uh, yeah. you are more than welcome and you can come back anytime because we like you <laughs> well let's not get carried away such a strong word like no I okay <laughs> I like you and his opinion doesn't matter <laughs> so alright until next time I've been Mike I've been Matt I've been Mark and I've been Stu bye bye You can contact Fools Daily on Twitter, we're at Fools Underbar Daily, or via email, foolsdaily at outlook.com. <laughs>